get started? Yep. Welcome back to the Subnautica Podcast. It's still called Minecraft Podcast because we're not going to change the name because we don't want you to lose the podcast. <laughs> I think we could probably change the name, but... We're not going to. Okay. Well, I mean, I think probably because you call it the some you call it the Minecraft podcast, people are logging in to hear about Minecraft. Yeah, but now and then we... if you switch it to Subnautica, then you're missing out on the people who want to listen to Subnautica, and you're disappointing the people who want to listen about Minecraft. Right? Hmm. So maybe we should think Well, if about... we put Subnautica in the description for the episode or call our episode to have the name Subnautica, if you're looking up Subnautica podcast or something like that, you'll get the episode, so. Okay, well, we should think about changing the name. We should. But now people who only like Minecraft are learning about Subnautica from us. Maybe, like 17 yeah. people. But if people love minecraft and they're like "Ooh, a minecraft podcast and then they start it up and they hear us they hear you say welcome to the minecraft podcast we're now only going to talk about subnautica they might be like no thanks and then just stop listening okay a um ooh, a minecraft podcast there are like 70 minecraft podcasts not including ours no, I mean, ooh, a Minecraft podcast, like, ooh, how exciting. A Minecraft podcast that I haven't listened to, that I want to listen to. A lot of people are discovering Subnautica from us. All right, man. Hopefully. Anyway, so in case you don't, in case you don't know or you're living in a cave somehow, Subnautica Below Zero. You can't, okay, f- hold on. You have been arguing to me that Subnautica is not very well known. So you can't say that people have been living in a cave if they don't know that a sequel to a not very well known game is coming out. Okay, A, if you're still listening to this podcast, you probably like Subnautica. And B, you're the one arguing to me that it is well known. I'm not arguing. Touche by me. No, it's not. Fine, you're the one telling me. I'm not telling you. Fine. Listen, I know it has over 5 million downloads, okay? I'm not telling you, nor am I arguing that it's popular. I don't care. (laughs) So, if you say it's not, then fine. Can I resume what I was saying? I mean, you can. Great. It's not in Kubelo Zero. Uh, is in early access, and it should be coming out, though Unknown World says never hit a deadline once early next year exciting right i mean you can still get it like anywhere right now but still in early access uh if you like if but if you have like a pc you can get it there's a lot of places you can get it for free um just not completely legally um well i would assume i mean that's kind of how it is with all games right i mean i think you can get it for like 20 bucks on steam yeah legally you can get it for 20 bucks which is very cheap for Subnautica Below Zero from what I've seen. So anyway, um, yeah, what have you seen of Subnautica Below Zero? Nothing. Only, like, pictures and what you've told me. And we watched the 
Excuse me. Uh, we watched the trailer together. Yeah, that was a good trailer. Um, but I know you can get it on Steam, and I think that's the only place you can get it right now. You can I know also they're get it working on... on a port for the Nintendo Switch, yeah, which is supposed to come out next year. Yeah. Um, I think you can also... Yeah, you can get it on Steam, Torrent, and Epic Games. Epic Games? I think that's just a studio, isn't it? It's not like a game distributions. Apparently not. I Are mean, you apparently... not comfortable? What's going on? I'm fine. Apparently it is game distribution. Because according to Unknown Worlds, you can get it on Torrent, Steam, and Epic Games. Interesting. Well, I wonder why they would tell you that you can get it on Torrent. That's bizarre. Because you can. Okay. What next? Um, so moving out of the realm of low zero, um, Subnautica itself. What's your favorite part, Dad? I'm going to change the name of this podcast. You do that. <laughs> Stop. What are you doing? <laughs> um, I don't really have a favorite part. I think the whole game is like pretty tremendous i agree however it is the buggiest game like it is buggy. you know how the aurora's in the game yeah uh that ship yeah why don't we fill that with bugs and pour it onto the entire world sounds good to me what was that uh a board meeting oh is that what that was yes i see was that uh Recording because it sounded very, very official. (laughs) (laughs) Sounded super authentic. Here's another board meeting they must have had. Yeah, you know how people like exploring? Uh, yeah, I think people love exploring. Yeah. Why don't we make that difficult for them by putting in the scariest things you've ever seen and filling their and filling this world with their nightmares? Sounds good to me. I don't know. I'm trying to think what was my favorite part of Subnautica. I think my favorite part... Mm. Here's another board meeting. Then you can tell me your favorite part because I know you're having trouble. You know that peeper how everyone likes? Yeah. Why don't we fill that with the cure for Kara? What's your favorite part? My favorite part is base building. Yeah. I think my favorite part is exploring. Yeah, I would do that, but there's Leviathans. And even the Leviathans aren't the scariest part. It's just the fear of the unknown. Even if you do know what's down there, you don't want to go there. Yeah, but... Sometimes even... I do. Those are the parts that I like. Those are the parts that are interesting and fun to me. I guess, but I mean, I play in creative... And I cannot look at the Reaper in my own gameplay. Well, I think that's why Unknown Worlds has several different play types. You know, you can play creative, or you can play survival, or you can play... What's the one where you only get one life? Hardcore. Hardcore. And then there's also freedom mode, which is like survival, but there's no food or water. There's no food or water. I think freedom mode... 
would be I didn't I played survival and I think if I did it again I'd play freedom mode because food and water isn't difficult it's just annoying like I understand there's some strategy in it you know where you have to carry your food and you have to carry your water but I mean time to get another bladder fish well I mean and it's irritating in the beginning of the game but you know, once you get moving, like once you get the suit that um, reclaim that reclaims, you know, your sweat into water. It's your urine. And you get the. Uh, That's why the tubes are yellow. You get the. Uh, what's the, which one? Which knife do you get? That thermal blade. So your thermal blade that cooks the fish, like you don't even have to carry anything extra. So. Yeah, once I got the suit that reclaimed water, I was I was just dumping water all the time. And then once you get like melon trees and is that what they're called? Melon trees? Uh lantern fruit trees. Lantern well there's lantern and lantern fruit and then there's the melon Oh marble melon, but those don't go Yeah, marble melon, marble melons. And then like trying to eat potatoes. Yeah, but I didn't mess with those because the ratio to food and water, the marble melons were perfect. Yeah. So once you start growing marble melons, it's like. You're. Well, gel sacks are also pretty good. What? Gel sacks are also pretty good. Yeah, gel sacks, but I didn't mess with those at all. Once I started growing marble melons, that was all. That was all I needed. Well, um, so I'm about to say something, and you guys. I've had I've hid this from from you for too long. I am designing a third Subnautica game. Well, I'm not making concept art for the concept art anyway. Uh, for a third Subnautica game called Cave of Secrets, and I know you guys aren't really gonna want to hear about that. Like, get back to the Reapers! You must be shouting at your device. Get back to the Reapers! Uh, but I just want to tell Dad something. Real quick about Gel Sacks and Cave Secrets. So, um, hold tight. <laughs> um, in Cave of Secrets, I'm going to have Gel Sack trees. What What are the ratios to water and food going to be? Um, there's going to be a little less uh, water and marble melon, but however, there's going to be a little more food. Mmm. I like it. I like it. Because if anything, food's slightly more difficult. Because again, once you get the suit that reclaims water, water's not a problem. You actually right. get more water than you could ever need. Right. So like, it's gonna be like 30 water and 50 food. That's a lot of food, I dig it. I'm gonna be all about the gel sack trees. Right, but you own, yeah, but that's not from regular gel sacks. That's from only gel sacks that you get off the gel sack trees. So there's going to be gel sacks, and then there's going to be gel sack trees, but okay, the so gel like, sacks you get off the gel sack trees are going to be different yes, than the other gel sacks? That's confusing. Well, the other gel sacks, I'm going to rename them rotten gel sacks because they've been on the ground for who knows how long. But if you get them off the tree fresh, it's better. Yeah, but then don't the ones that you get off the tree eventually become rotten if you don't eat them fast enough, like everything else in Subnautica? Well, I mean, I was about to say, that's the same thing with um, creepvine samples. They become rotten if you don't eat them. Well, so does everything. Right. But I think that you're... I think there's a flaw. What? Well, the gel sack trees are pretty rare. 
Yeah, but once you find one, then you should be able to grow them, right? Uh, they're not exploitable. They're not exploitable. You, so you can't get samples. Um, you can't get seeds or clusters. You can't get anything like that. You just have to find them in the wild. And once you get the gel sacs, they're gone. That sounds awful. Well, I mean, they give you 50 food. Yeah, but if you don't need 50 food when you just run across a gel, gel sack tree... Well, the thing... And you can't, you can't just pick off the gel sacks and hold them for a while, then who cares? That's another thing I'm going to add to Cave of Secrets. Um, there's going to be a refrigerated locker. Oh. So things won't go rotten. Okay. Like it? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like an idea. It should be very hard to build a refrigerated locker, though. It won't be too hard. It'll just be like... Three titanium, five quartz, three glass, three enameled glass, and I don't know, like... Enameled room. glass is hard because getting the right, teeth stalk, from stalker stalkers teeth. is annoying. Right, and it's going to be a special type of enameled glass, so you're going to need stalker teeth and you're going to need snow stalker teeth. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's hard, so... yeah. Uh, and then maybe... I think that sounds about right. Yeah, and then a ruby. Just one ruby. Alright. Yeah, so it's not that hard, but it's pretty hard. See, what I did is I got lost. Or I didn't get lost, but I just didn't know what I was supposed to do for a long time. And so I just kind of kept exploring and exploring and exploring and harvesting materials and eventually found the rustler and then i bought i i just had so many materials and i just kept building lockers and building lockers and i had like lockers and i bought i i would build one locker for sort of each um each material so i'd have a locker for rubies and a locker for diamonds and a locker for titanium and actually i had several lockers for titanium but i was always well because using titanium's titanium. everywhere i know but i was using a bunch of titanium so I, but i but but well i mean in all fairness you're never gonna run out of titanium it's annoying even in creative i have too much titanium well yeah i mean you're not gonna run out of it but you you also don't want to carry it around if you're not building anything because you want right. to be able to well, harvest, I never said... harvest the rest of the materials that you're exactly. looking for. So exactly. by the time I needed all of that stuff, I had so much of it that I never really wanted to build something that I didn't have the materials for because I had already sort of hoarded all that other stuff. So that was just sort of an accident, but... Did you have a locker for stalker teeth? Yes, I did. <laughs> but... <laughs> But I never really, I never had more stalker teeth than I needed because that was the one thing. If I needed enameled glass, um, I'd go get stalker teeth because they're so hard to get. It's such a pain. Right. Sometimes you can find, and this is very rare, uh, sometimes you can find them lying around next to um, a little pieces of metal, but that's very rare. Yeah, it's rare. And also... Like when you're survival and you have those pieces of metal and you try to feed them to the stalkers and then they grab them and then ugh, 
you have to do it so many times before one stupid tooth falls. And then sometimes a tooth falls and you see it falling, but you can't get to it. And then it lands and then you can't find it. And it's such a pain because it's so boring. It takes so long and you're just doing the same thing over and over and over. And it's just bleh. It's awful. It's you not know, fun at all. You know you can tame reapers for a period of time? Reapers? Yeah. Leviathans? Yes. How do you tame them? For a period of time. For like... How? Peepers. Feed them peepers. And they won't attack you for a short period of time. Because they're eating the peepers. That's not really taming. Well, I mean, they're going to know, like, this person gave me food, so I'm not going to attack them for now. But don't stick around too long. Because next time you come into it, it'll attack you. Unless you feed another peeper. But you have to be hauling around a lot of peepers with you. Yeah, I'd rather just do my my strategy. Which is? Run. I thought you said you didn't run. You fought, fought yeah, <laughs> earlier today when you were playing Destiny. Yeah, well, in Destiny, I don't run. But in uh, Subnautica, when I don't have weapons and I can't kill the Reaper, then I run. I mean, the only way you can kill anything in Subnautica is with stasis rifle and a nice thermal blade. The yeah, stasis. Re-stasis. Oh, yes, you can. I mean, it takes a while, but you can kill it. Yeah, but again, it's repetitive and boring. I don't have the time for that. No one does. Listen, I, I told you earlier, I like accomplishing things. And so... You get an achievement for killing reapers. I don't care about achievements. I care about... Uh, I care about accomplishing the game. So, if I got something in the game, like, if I had to kill a reaper to to build a cyclops, then I'd kill a reaper. That feels like... I understand what you're saying, but killing a reaper to build a cyclops, I mean... Maybe killing a reaper to build an atlas. Oh my god, on. whatever. I'm just saying, if I had to kill a reaper to do something in the game, then I would do it. But just to get a goofy achievement, I don't care about that. But achievements are good. If you unlock all the achievements in the game, it like gives you stuff. Yeah, I don't care about any of that. Like, only I only care about accomplishing things within the game. So, like, in Destiny, I I do the what? quests because they give me items. But it gives you, like, G what are those little Gs that you get when you get achievements? Those are Xbox things. I don't know what those are, but they're annoying. I, I probably have hundreds or thousands of them. I don't know. I have, like, 500 or 600. I do? No, I do. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's really weird. What are they for? Do you buy stuff with them? I don't know. I've never really dealt with it. Maybe that's something you, you like, get different avatars or something with. I don't know. Uh, you do get different avatars with some achievements. So oh, there you go. There's the answer. But it's not the G's. Oh. I don't know then. So, anyway. Ten minutes. Warpers. Your Warpers. Opinion. I hate them. I hate them. You hate the cyborgs. 
I hate warpers. They're my least favorite. Well, I don't know. Those or cave crawlers. Yeah, I despise cave crawlers. I don't like cave ever. crawlers, but they don't. They're not as disruptive as warpers. And they're not robots. Like, warpers are pull you out of your prawn suit. And they're robots. I don't care about that. Cave crawlers look like robots. Uh, well, they're literal robot crabs. But warpers are super annoying. So what I what I started doing is I would put the uh, drilling arm on my prawn suit. And then just drill away at the warpers. Yep. Anytime I saw a warper, I'd attack it. You can just teleport away from you and then teleport you out of your prawn suit. And then slash, 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 slash. Yeah, but that's not what they You're do. You're infected, so you have to die. No, they never do that. If you leave them alone, they'll warp you out of your prawn suit. But if you attack them, then they'll warp away and they'll leave you alone for a while. Because they're like, this guy may be infected, but he's still strong. I'll leave him alone for a while. Well, it's not me that's strong. It's a drilling arm. Drilling arm doesn't well, mess around. So the fact is, you can still make things that are strong. Also, apparently there are no weapons after a massacre on Obraxis Prime, but I mean... Killing arm is kind of a weapon. A killing arm? Drilling. D D R L I Jing. Nope. I don't even know. Jing is not a letter. Jing so. is not a letter. No. I don't even care how do you spell drilling. Oh boy. How do you spell drilling? D R L Nope. Drill. Oh, D I R. No, Dre. D R I L L I N G. Correct. A. <laughs> so, a drilling arm. You know, I actually got attacked one time by a uh, sea emperor or sea dragon. Yeah, sea don't get. I was dragon. Sea dragon. Sea you dragon. don't. You don't get attacked by samples. We're the one sea emperor. Yeah, so the yeah, sea I remember dragon. that when your when yeah. your cyclops and my cyclops blew up. I was so upset. Yeah, the arsenal. Yeah. We miss you, arsenal. We do. We, do. we miss you, arsenal. We do. We miss you, arsenal. We do. And all the rubies in you. So, but what I was able to do is because I had all of those, I mean, I had all of those lockers. So I was able to go yeah. back in and get most of my stuff and just build another Cyclops right. right away. And that's why I said, and all the rubies in you. Yeah, but I was able to get them Good. and break down all the lockers. But it was so sad because I had spent, because, uh, you know, building a Cyclops is not easy. But I had to, I had to swim out. Yeah, that's the hard part about the lob zone. The hard part about the lob zone really isn't the sea, it's the sea dragon. It's getting out. Yeah. Well, also the visibility is very low. So, you know, you don't really know where you are. It's easy to get lost. You know, when you're in the lava zone, your, your body can only take so much. So it's like trying to make sure that you can get out of there fast enough, which was tough, but I used the, what's that thing called? Grappling arm? No, I wasn't in my prawn. Oh, I was in my prawn. No, I wasn't. Yes, I was. 
That's how I got out. I was in my prawn suit. Because it's too low for the sea moth. Right. There was... You know, if you go down, if you figure out some sort of weird glitch where you could get down the lava zone with, with your sea moth, with, with a glitch or something, the uh, sea dragon will not attack you because uh, they never. it was never coded to attack sea moths. Yeah, but I, I don't do glitches. I don't want to cheat. It's not a cheat. It's it is a cheat. It's Underworld's fault. For no, it doesn't matter if it's Underworld. It doesn't matter if they didn't code a way for you not to cheat. I play the way you're supposed to play. I play the way they intended it to be played. If I play in, in creative or whatever, then, you know, all everything's, everything's safe. Everything... Everything is on board. You can do whatever you want. But if I'm playing in survival, then I'm trying to survive. Yeah. So, you got attacked by the sea dragon and the cyclops, which can withstand, like, anything. Well, not anything. Well, besides for it. However, you escaped by a thing that it can literally eat. Yeah, but I ran away. Fair. Still. That's the thing, the Cyclops, I was too high. And then by the time I got low, there was no place for me to hide. And then when I was in the prawn suit, I like just ran and it was like, you know, it was breathing fire on me or whatever, but I like went around a corner and I was so small, I could, I could, what are, what are you doing? Stop whatever you're chewing on. Stop, what are you chewing on? Okay. Um. So yeah, I just hid until it went away and then I was able to get out of there. Yeah, the sea dragon is annoying. Yeah. Remember when I thought that it could be peaceful? No. Like, that is the uh, sea dragon, that's the sea dragon. Uh, said, you think, you think I should scan it? And I was like, I think I should do a little more research before I do that. Because I legitimately thought it might be peaceful. Then it started shooting at you like, doop, doop, doop. So... Yeah, I don't think it's peaceful. Um, I wasn't actually with you when you discovered the Sea Emperor. Why don't you tell us a bit more about that? Um, yeah, it was crazy because I I had just gotten attacked by the Sea Dragon up top. And then you find the place where you're supposed to go. And there's another Sea Dragon. You have to try to, like, avoid that. But there's this big, wide-open expanse that you have to just kind of book it and hope for the best. And then you get in there, and you're kind of moving around, and you're like... And then... And there's all sorts of cave spiders. And then when you drop down into that big pool... Yeah. Tell us a bit more about that. Well, and then the sea emperor just kind of pops up, and you're like, oh boy, I'm in for it now. And then she just starts talking to you, and you're like, oh, my, what's going to happen here? And then she's kind, and she's, like, sad, and, like, you think that she's the big bully, and it turns out she's the victim. And then, yeah, you try to figure out how to help. Right. Uh, and so eventually, like, she opens that passageway for you, and you ha have to... Uh, why don't you tell us more, a bit more about... You know, gathering the ingredients for hatching enzymes. Well, I mean, she gives you the instructions. She tells you what to do. Um, and then because you do want to help and you, 
you know, obviously you want to help her because she's a sympathetic figure, but you also want to help yourself because you're also uh, infected with Kara and you also want to get off this planet. Um, and so she gives you the instructions and she tells you what to do and she tells you what you need to get and and then... And then you can't stay away from Joel Sacks because you need it for the half time. Yes, but like I said, all I had to do was go back out to my my trusty cyclops and i had a bunch of gel sacks i had a bunch of everything that's the thing i i i'm very fortunate because i didn't i didn't know i didn't know what the game really was because you know when you start subnautica they don't give you any instructions and they never give you any instructions throughout the game you just kind of have to figure it out well technically there is kind of like hidden instructions uh, if you go into your PDF. okay well technically they don't give you any instructions and so I'm just, I, there's all these things to collect. So I'm just collecting all of them, not really knowing why or what, but knowing that I might need them at some point, you know, like I, I even fungal samples. Yeah. I collected uh sea treader poop <laughs> and, but I never built the uh, sea treader poop thing. No, it, it was the biological. It's supposed to be the, the energy thing. The, oh, the uh, bioreactor. The bioreactor. I never built a bioreactor. So I never used the sea treader poop. So it was just anything that I could collect, I collected, and then I stored it. You know, you can get resources from sea treader poop. I know that, but I, my point is, I just collected everything that I could collect and stored it. And then if it turned out that I needed it in the in the future, I had it. But... I, I collected everything even if I didn't need it. So then by the time I needed it, I always had it. So that was that was a lucky thing for me because like I said, I got I, I didn't know what I was doing for a long time. So I was just sort of uh, driving around in my seamoth and exploring all these different areas and trying to figure out what it was that I was supposed to do and, uh, and as I was never... out and about as I was as I was exploring I was just harvesting all of these materials and I would you know fill my you know fill up and then I'd store them in lockers and then I'd go explore and then I'd fill up and I'd you know and I did this over and over and over so I had plenty of materials when it was time to build stuff you know at the end of the game and somehow we never came across, and somehow we never came across Why the void. Why are you void. shouting? I'm trying to do like a carnival person voice. And somehow we never came across the void. Give this man a big round of applause for never coming across the void after all that. Coming across what? The void. What do you mean? Big ghost vibes and people things. I did. Well, yeah, when you were with me. Oh, you mean out past the aurora? Yeah, that surrounds the entire map. Yeah, I didn't... I never went past that on the Aurora because every time I went past there, yeah, it became a void. I didn't know it was called a void, but it became a void and there was nothing out there. And then I was like, well, there's nothing out here, so why am I going to continue? Like, I'm... Well, you could Again, like, I'm trying to accomplish things. Well, you never know what's past that void. Yeah, well, normally when you hit a void, there's nothing past the void, and... In Subnautica, there's nothing past the void. Right, but like even after like you saw it around like Sea Treaders area, you, like you weren't you were never like, well maybe there's something past that void. No, because that's not how. What are you chewing on? Nothing. Well, what do I what do I keep hearing crunching for? You're not. 
I am. Stop chewing on whatever it is you're chewing on. Yes, Father. You just did it again. I didn't. So, I've been playing video games long enough to know that when you hit a void like that, if it goes on for long enough, there's nothing past the void. Which, fair enough. But if you didn't go out there, how do you know? I just told you. Ah. Well, you said go on for long enough, so I, like, didn't know, but... Yeah, I get it. So, what was it like having, like, not knowing that you had to do this, and then still sticking your hand in, like, that sea emperor poop? I mean, sometimes not knowing what you were supposed to do got a little scary. And, you know, you, you never kind of knew what you were doing. And there were times... And the Emperor never told you to stick your hands in its youngest poop. Which happened to be Enzyme 42. It's time to wrap it up. So you were saying... It's time to wrap it up. But before that... It's time to wrap it up. Well then, I guess it is like 8 o'clock uh, where I am. So, Daddy, you go ahead and publish this. And I just want to say... What is an, a wave without an ocean? A beginning without an end. <laughs> we are different. They are different. But they go together. Now you go amongst the stars, and I fall as I fall amongst the sand. We are different, but we go together. Quote, Miss C. Emperor Leviathan, right before she died, when you were blasting off into the nearest phase gate and were treated with, you know, debt. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening.